Well, hey, everyone, I'm your host, Chad Balthrop, and we've been doing daily devotionals for the past several days now. We're going to keep doing these Monday through Friday between Ash Wednesday and Resurrection Sunday during our Easter season of Lent. Uh, In each episode, you're going to hear from a variety of people, and we'll start that variety beginning next week. And what will happen is each one of us will read a verse or a passage of Scripture, then we'll make a few observations about what that verse means to us. We hope you'll tune in every day, and more than that, we hope you'll take time to draw close to God as you read and pray through Scripture for yourself. Uh, We've said several times already that we're in the middle of a season we've called Platform 936. It's based off of Matthew 936, that that Jesus saw the crowd and he was moved with compassion for them. And we've been trying to memorize Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 38 as a church. And so I just thought it'd be a good idea to keep that in front of us and to to remain familiar with that. So today we're going to talk about specifically verses 37 and 38, but we're going to read that whole passage to keep ourselves familiar with it. And then we'll come back back to 37 and 38. So Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 38 say this, and Jesus went through all the cities. Let me say that again. And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom because every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. That's Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 38. And then specifically today, we're just going to look at verses 37 and 38. Then he said, that's Jesus talking, then Jesus said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. You know, I think that's why verse 36 is so important, that he saw the crowds and he had compassion on them. And yesterday, we talked about what does it mean to see people the way God sees them. Well, one of the things God sees when he sees you and me is he sees that this harvest is plentiful, that there are people, that there are people that he longs to adopt into his family. And and part of the it's just miraculous to me that of all the ways God could have possibly chosen to share his love and his good news with the world, he could have done it any way he wanted to. But of all the ways he could have possibly chosen to do that, he's chosen people like you and like me. Now, I'll confess, I don't feel very qualified to do that. I'm not really that good at walking up to people I don't know and just talking to them and having a conversation with them and and just, you know, starting something from nothing. That that kind of, you know, who are you and what's this all about? It it feels awkward to me uh, when I do that. I'm actually, it's strange. I'm actually more comfortable on a stage in front of a bunch of people than I am in a one-on-one conversation with someone I don't really know that well. And so it seems crazy to me that God would say, hey, I I want you to pray that God would send laborers into his harvest. But more specifically than that, I want you to be one of those harvesters that of all the ways he could have possibly chosen to share his love and his good news with the world, at some level, he's chosen me. And it makes me wonder, well, maybe if I'm so uncomfortable with that one-on-one conversation with somebody I don't know or somebody I don't know that well, then, then I wonder if the harvest that I'm supposed to be in might not be those people I already know. 
and those people who already know me. I wonder if the people that you play ball with, I wonder if they even know that you have a particular faith in Jesus Christ. I wonder if the people that you work with have ever heard the story of how Christ has transformed your heart and changed your life. I wonder if the people in that class at school that you sit with every day or the folks that you sit with at lunch every day, I wonder if they, maybe they know you're a good guy or a good girl. Maybe they know you go to church and you have these habits of, of you know, attending a worship service. Maybe they know all about that. But I wonder if they've ever really heard from you the story of your faith. You see, I think when we pray that prayer, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his, into his harvest. Certainly, we need to be praying exactly what that says, that we would ask God to send laborers into his harvest. But we ought to recognize that asking God to send out laborers doesn't absolve us from the responsibility of actually being the laborers that we would simply, in the spaces that we live, in the places that we go with the people who are already our friends and our family, the people who already know us, that we would make certain that they really do know internally what makes us tick. And that, 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 that part of what defines us is that faith that God has given to us. And it's the other part of this passage that's just really encouraging to me. Verse 38, Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest, to send out laborers into his harvest. You see, this isn't really dependent on whether or not the harvest is there or, or available or, or whether or not God draws that harvest into himself. It's not really dependent on how articulate I am or how well-informed I am or how you know, well-spoken I am. Um, certainly, my reputation can influence the way people think about the faith and think about God, but in all honesty, God is so much bigger than that. And this harvest, this harvest, while it's not dependent on me, it's a harvest that he wants me to be involved in. So it's not about me, but it does involve me intimately and directly. And so God is sending me and he's sending you, he's sending us, not into a harvest field that's ours, but he's sending us into a harvest field that's already his. And he's simply saying, be a good steward, be faithful with this harvest that I've already given you. And so here's what I wonder today. I just wonder if today you might pray something like that. And that as you pray something like that, you might see those opportunities you have to be able to be an answer to a prayer that Jesus prayed. I mean, can you imagine that? That today... You could be one of the answers to a prayer that Jesus prayed 2,000 years ago. You could become one of those laborers sent out into his harvest and become an answer to a prayer that Jesus prayed. I think that's incredible. Why don't we take some time to pray that verse right now? Then Jesus said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would do just that, that you would send laborers into your harvest. 
And I pray that if you intend for me to be one of those people today, if you intend for the people who are listening to be one of those people today, then I pray that we would be ready, willing, and able. I pray that we wouldn't hesitate. More specifically, I believe you have called us to be those people. So I pray that today we would use the platform you've given to us to speak boldly of who you are and to share the story of the, of the way your love and your life and your sacrifice has transformed our hearts and our lives. I pray that we would share that story with others and that we would have the privilege of seeing other people come to faith in you because of the story of faith you've given to us. So thank you, Father, that we get to be a part of your work. Thanks for including us, even though you didn't have to. And I pray that today each one of us would become an answer to the prayer of Jesus in this passage. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, thanks so much for praying with us. Thanks for reading this passage and thinking about this with us today. Um, I hope that you'll keep tuning in. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, hit subscribe so you can catch future episodes. We're doing these devotionals Monday through Friday, and then biweekly we're doing our interview with Pastor Chris. Um, and, and I hope you'll help us connect with more people. You can do that by rating and reviewing this podcast or pressing like and leaving a comment. You can also catch more devotional thoughts every day through our partner podcast, Follower of One. It's available everywhere podcasts are found. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time on The Platform. We are grateful you joined us today on The Platform. If you're in the Owasso or Tulsa area, we would love to meet you face-to-face. Services take place every weekend at First Baptist Church Owasso and on the Calvary Campus in Tulsa. You can also catch us on most social media sites and online at fbcowasso.org. We're praying that God will do something in you and through you that can't possibly be explained because of you. We look forward to how God will use you on your platform.